So that, that kind of full uh, supplication to, to Krishna is what it takes. I'd like to just tell an abbreviated version of this story. This is, this is a, a real-life experience of one of us meeting uh, a, a modern Hare Krishna who uh, came to Krishna consciousness in the middle of a war uh, in Europe. And he, for that time, I mean, it, it, I, I can't really say that he's not, you know, pure devotee, but for that time, he was completely surrendered, and it's amazing things happen. So was, the devotee's name is Shorabal. Some of you may remember him. I don't know. He was in San Diego. I don't know if you know him. He's now in Washington, D.C. Uh, nice and doing nice service to Pajari there. Uh, quite tall, taller than me, maybe 6'3 or something. And he, was, he grew up in uh, what is now Bosnia, Herzegovina, Yugoslavia area that broke up into little pieces. So he grew up there. And it was part of the Soviet bloc, you know, so there wasn't really much chance to learn about spiritual life and everything. But he came of age in the late 80s, and uh, he uh, was troubled, you know. He, he explains that he was depressed, he was suicidal thoughts came into his mind, this and that. So he joins the army, and that kind of straightens him out, gets him disciplined, you know, like that. So he, uh, he goes in, and then he comes out. And then... The area where he's where he is, it goes and it starts. There's a big war. You remember the early '90s? Some of you maybe a few young remember that. But there was this horrific war that took place: Serbia and versus Croatia, and Muslims were involved. I forget all the details, but it goes on and on and on. So he's he's in the middle of that. He's not in the army at that time, thank God. But uh, it's all around him. So in the meanwhile, he the the, the Soviet Union collapsed at the end of, of, of about 1990. And so books started to come in, you know, all kinds of books, about, uh, spiritual books about TM and this and that. And also some um, problems books. So he ends up, he's rooming with one uh, boy who's got two rooms. They both live in one room, and the, whole, the other room is filled with books, you know, and they're just reading and avidly with different kinds of books about spiritual life and other things. So he, he, uh, he reads this and that and this and that. He got into TM, mentioned here, probably mentions TM, transcendental meditation in this, in this purport. And uh, that kind of calmed him down when he was practicing TM. And af after a certain amount of time, he gets uh, Bhagavad Gita as it is. And he reads through that, and suddenly, you know, it says, This is it, this is what I'm looking for. And he meets some devotees. There were some devotees there, but no temples. And he learns to chant. He starts chanting Hare Krishna. And it, and it, he chants and chants and chants. He's taking real shelter of this name, you know. And before long, he's got his family going in it and everything, you know. But there's no temple. And he says, i got to find a temple to get a steady association, you know. So then he says, I'm going to uh, Croatia, which is, uh, I don't know, 100 miles away. Uh, but they say, you can't go. This is war between here and there. They're killing everybody. The fighting is going on, you know, don't go. So his, his family said, so he waits, and he waits. And then after a while, he can't wait anymore. So I'm going anyway. He came across this uh, line, you know, this, this little uh, mantra. Rake Krishna Marike Mare Krishna Rake Ke. That's another one. Is that if Krishna wants to protect you, no one can kill you. And if Krishna wants to kill you, no one can protect you. Probably give us this. So he concentrated on the Rake Krishna Marike part. If Krishna wants to protect you, no one can kill you. And he said, well, I'm chanting constantly, so Krishna is going to protect me. That was his... And there were no cars, there's no vehicles. He had to walk, and nobody was going in the war zone. So he starts walking. 
one day from his town. He's walking, 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 walking. Finally, he comes, uh, and you know, he hears the missile going over, and there's a war going on. And he comes to this burned out town, and every, every house has been burned to the ground, you know. He doesn't see any corpses, but, he, but it's, it's a horrific scene. Later on, he learned that people were hiding in their basements to try to survive. And uh, so he says, oh, this is you know, heavy duty. Then he keeps walking, and he comes upon a, a cow and a calf. And they're in an enclosure, you know. And uh, there's a big uh, pile of hay nearby, but it's burning. It's on fire. And he, he swears, he said that he noticed there's tears coming down the eyes of this, this cow and calf. So he's moved, and he calls out, anyone here? In this language, of, you know. And uh, he hears this ominous click-click, which he learned in the army, that someone's cocking a gun to shoot at him. So he turns around and shows, sure enough, this, I don't know what they call it, a Tommy gun, or yeah, AR-15, something, you know, with multiple bullets coming at him, cut him at him, so he's chanting, hungry, hungry, and he sees those bullets knocking off, uh, hitting little stones nearby him, you know? This all happens within like a couple of seconds. Next time he's, he's flying, he's, he's fleeing, he's running as fast as he can. He's still being shot at, you know, none of the bullets hit him. So he, he runs for 15 minutes, you know, <laughs> way beyond him. The guy didn't go follow him. And then finally he stops, he's exhausted, he's like, am I still alive? Did I really pass this day? But somehow that was the first miracle. None of the bullets hit him. So he, he keeps walking, 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 I come to And so finally, he hears the click and the voice, you know, stop, who goes there, you know? So he stops. Who is that? Is that Mr. Spirit Soul, Mr. Pilgrim, you know? In other words, he, he gives them an answer that they don't usually get. So they didn't, they didn't shoot right away. Then uh, two soldiers come out of the Gadag, dark, and uh, one of them is more belligerent. You know, says, get on the ground. You know, we're going to, and stop that chanting, you know. And this I never heard, because I heard this story before, uh, Sheldon had told it. Uh, but he's, so he's on the ground, he's chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. they got the, 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 the rifle up in his cheek here, and he says, stop chanting, and he doesn't stop. He says, he, he read in the Bhagavad Gita, it's good to remember Krishna when you're leaving your body, you know, so Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. <laughs> so the guy stands up, points the gun at him, He's, up, he's, he's lying on the ground face down. He's got this little bag with some clothes in it. It's not even a backpack. On his back, on his shoulder, back shoulder. And the guy pulls the trigger. Boom! You know? He hears that. The bullet somehow gets in that bag and is diverted by something. But later on, he looked. There was just clothes in there. Does not hit the show, but goes right past him, hits a rock, goes, bounces back, ricochets, and just misses the second soldier. So now they're arguing with each other, you try to kill me. So we're just lying on the ground, the third guy comes out. He's the boss, he's the commander, you know. Alright, get up, you know. We're gonna interrogate you now. So they take him inside, you know, they have some barracks there or something. And then he, he sees the whole group, there's a whole uh, squad of, of guys. And they don't have uh, guns, they have knives, and they're all dressed in black. This is a group that goes out in the middle of the night, you know, maybe when there's no moon, and, and uh, assassinates the enemy like that. So these guys are very uh, threatening, obviously. They're standing behind the commander, and he's, uh, you know, being questioned. Okay, where do you, what's your mission? And he says, ah, mission, you know, I'm just a pilgrim, you know, so. So 
he, the fact that he was completely unusual, usually, you know, people are, you know, are, are trembling in their boots, you know, and they don't know what they can hardly speak. And Shara was just calm. He was chanting, 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 chanting. You know. And so they asked him, oh, oh, we want to check on you. Give us your contacts. Show us your ID. So he shows him an ID, but it doesn't like, like him anymore because he had long hair, but he had shaved up, you know. <laughs> so now, he said, this, this ID is useless. What's your contacts back where you came from? So he gives them phone numbers. They call up and they check on him. And he says, well, everything checks out, you know. So he, he's on the same side as them. In other words, he's not part of the enemy group. You know, I forget the Croats or Serbs or Muslims or whatever. So after a while, they say, okay, it checks out. So you're okay, you know. Tomorrow we'll drive you toward Croatia. So this is a great thing now. And uh, so he, they give him a little room. But one of the guys... You know, the, the soldiers with the knives, a young guy comes and says, I heard the name of your mother. That's a Serbian name, isn't it? Which is the enemy of them, you know. So I'm going to carve you up into little pieces, you know, they're there alone, you know. I've done it many times with this very knife. He's very threatening, you know. So Shabur is looking at him, you know, Harkish, Harkish. And he's, uh, he says, after a while, he takes out a picture that he's carrying with him. We've all seen this picture. Of, of, you know, uh, Gopal sitting in the forest with a deer, he's got a little dog on him, you know, it's very pristine, there's no other, there's no uh, other human beings there, but there's all of these animals. So he shows it to this, this guy, and they're religious in their own way, you know, Christians, and he says, oh, and he says, this is God, he says, this is God. And uh, so, so the guy says, oh, she looks so beautiful. You know, okay. He sees that. <laughs> but the point was, he was completely his heart changed completely. So he's not threatening anymore. So. Next morning, he goes out. They, they're driving him. They said the two guys in the front. They have all their papers and said, uh, "He's starts in the back chain, Hare Krishna." He says, "If you can go through these three checkpoints, we'll we know that God is with you. You know, and you're blessed." So the first checkpoint. The, the guy says, all right, let's see your papers. So the first thing, yeah, okay, the papers, we're going to be clearing some minds and missions. Okay, right. who's that guy in the back? Oh, he's just, you know, a pilgrim, you know. I think it's an idiot, it's an The guy takes one look at him and says, all right, you know, get out of here. <laughs> so that's a miracle, right? you know, this doesn't happen. It's a war zone, you know. And so the second, the second uh, uh, checkpoint, they don't even stop the car, which is like unheard of. You know, they, they, they didn't stop the car. Third checkpoint is like the first checkpoint. Then they go to the town, and the guy said, go with God, you know, you're all. So now he's alone, he's hungry. So he buys some fruit. And uh, he, he, he needs to make an offering. So there's a bench in the park. He sets up these little pictures that he's carrying with him, you know, the Panchatapa and Prabhupada and Radha Krishna. And he makes his offering. Two policemen come by. Now he's flying so high now that, you know, he's protected by Krishna, everything went... So he says to these two cops, Do you mind? I'm making an offering, okay? Just wait a <laughs> and they wait. It's like miracle number six, you know. So he makes the offering and then he says, uh, What would you like? You know, I said, Well, let's see, let's see your ID. So he shows them the ID, which is useless. And he said, Okay, this ID is useless. They arrest him. They take him back to the third checkpoint they, with firm instructions. You send him back to his original town here because he doesn't have the proper papers. But meanwhile, Sharp is praying to Krishna in his mind, you know, said, Krishna, are you really going to send me back after all that? Man? Well, if that's what you want, that's it, you know. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. <laughs> then he remembers he has this prasadam, you know. 
So he offers this guard some of the food. Would you like some of this fresh food? He says, okay, sure. He takes the basada, and the basada does his thing, you know. <laughs> so, oh, I'm not going to send you back to that town. You go, get out of here, go to the <laughs> He goes to the, to the border, and it, and it turns out he has some relatives there who have a house and everything, they take him in, of course. One of the relatives there is in the army. So he has all these contacts, he gets in the papers that he can get into Croatia with. He gets into Croatia, home free, finds the temple, joins the temple. And then eight years later he comes to L.A. and he starts it. So this is an amazing story. It should be a book, really. It should be a, a book illustrated, you know, because it really, I mean, it's, 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 it's one of these things, and there's other things that happen, and many things that happen in this country, but this is so dramatic, that should increase our faith. Krishna's really there. If you really feel totally dependent, and you chant from the bottom of your heart, calling out to Krishna constantly, then a miracle will happen, you know. And I think, you may not see it this way, but I'm seeing this is a miracle, but this place is coming back together after all.